What's good with y'all? You already know what the fuck going on, man. You here, feel me? Tuned in to another episode of the Why We Here podcast. Well, at the end of this, you're going to be asking yourself the same damn thing. You know who the fuck it is, man. It's your favorite dreadhead. The nigga with all the hoes. The nigga that just don't care. It's me, Ja, your favorite dreadhead. I'm here with my guy, XJ. What's up? Y'all already know. It's your man, XAY. I stay fly. Your baby mama love me. I don't even know why. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? Bars today. Yeah, you already know this. Man, AZ in the building. And you feel me? We got my godfather, Mike, in the cut. What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? I, how's it going? Uh, we're here at the Why We Here podcast. It is the dark-skinned blind man from across the street. Father Mike in the building. What's good? Now you know we got something special for y'all today. I mean, that's that's every time we we get on the scene, it's something special. You all you already knew special. that. Though. It's always that's back to Monday. It's always gonna be special. But we here to talk about just what's been going on. Like you feel me? What we got going on, man? What's so, popping in the streets, man? First things first, we gonna get into this drip harder, man. How y'all feeling about that drip harder? You know, little baby X Gunner. How y'all feeling about it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I was, I think we was all expecting more. I mean, it wasn't bad. I want to say it was bad. I had some, it was some nice songs out there. I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, we was expecting more from it. I'm not gonna, not gonna lie, bro. Honestly, but Zay, what you got to say? I'm telling you. <laughs> nah, um, what I got to say about it? I mean. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was okay. I mean, it was more um, like I like the first song, "Off White Be Lone" with yeah, Lil Durk and, and Nav. That was, that was hard. hard. But I I personally think like the best song on it is "World Is Yours" with Gunna by himself. Yeah. I feel like I'm liking more of the songs when they're by themselves. Like, don't get me wrong, when they together, they're great. But like, I'm I'm more of a Gunna fan, and I like and I like Gunna when he was by when when he's doing the songs by himself. Me personally. I don't know. I don't think a lot of people out there might agree with me. I think most of the album, Gunna is carrying, baby. I don't really know. Sometimes I can't tell the difference. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't ex- I know what to expect. I thought it was gonna be asser than what I what I got from it. No, no. I- them, they, they two upcoming, like, solid artists out the end. They're, I felt it was gonna be good. And it's good, but it's not like I don't feel like it lived up to all the hype that I think it was gonna get. Like even like you know how like Young Thug was talking about it's gonna be better than uh, Carter Five and all this stuff. Well, I think he was just saying that simply because he was hating and they got beef. But like, um, uh, yeah, I feel I'm not gonna call it lukewarm. It wasn't lukewarm, but it was like I probably expected a little bit much more. But then again, it's like, hey, a little bit much more. I, oh, I yeah. definitely just did say a that. A little bit much more. I, I expected more. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. Damn. Like, I don't even know how I made to college, to be honest with you. Like, that's a, that's a I don't know how I got here. Much more. That's, that's a lot a little bit much more. Now, me personally, though, it was all right. You feel me? I was fucking with it. You feel me? I feel like back to back, they had some good songs. You feel me? I I, I couldn't. Uh, I won't say it was bad. You feel me? I can't. Uh, damn. I forgot what I was trying to say. Anyway, <laughs> the song, my, my favorite song off this joint is uh, Close Friends, because you know. 
I'm yeah, the nigga that's man. always in my feelings, you feel me? <laughs> so that just put me in my bag. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Tell, don't do that to me. <laughs> anyway. That was a good song. It was a real good song. Yeah, you feel me? That That's a banger. I don't know why that's that wasn't the one song that they put out before they put it out. Because that drip too hard. It's all right, but that close friend is something different. Nah, and, Belly also hard. And I was about to say Belly. Them them the only two songs that I downloaded yeah. off of the album. Belly's tough and Belly Close Friends. But it was it was still a tough album, you feel me? Like I said, I don't really listen to neither one of them. So Y'all didn't like the song with Drake? Uh I mean honestly You said with Drake? Yeah, the last song that came that was my I think it's like uh, Never Recover. Yeah, Never Recover. Um honestly, I felt like with the Never Recover song, that basically sounded like uh, the song he already did with Baby. What was the name of it again? Oh, Yes Indeed? Yeah, Yes so Indeed. So it's Yes Indeed 2.0? Basically. Yeah, that nigga had the exact same flow. It sounded like he was saying the exact same thing. Like, I'm not going to lie. And then I don't even really remember Baby and Gunners verse off that song. I yeah, don't even remember that. That's one thing. I feel like Drake, one thing, like, if he if he's on your song, he's going to try to take it over. Honestly, why, why wouldn't he? I feel as though if all three of us was to get on a song, we're all gonna try to be the best lyricists on there. Like, I personally would try to do that. It's competition. Like, it's a friendly competition, but at the end of the day, that's what it is. Like, I'm not about to have. I'm gonna have the best verse. You feel me? Like, I want people to remember my verse before they remember y'all's. But at the end of the day, we still gonna put out a hit. You feel me? I mean, that's true. But the only thing I don't like. Really like yeah, about Drake. Be honest, Drake be stealing flows. Yeah, he to, he the thing to... is, like, he be trying to make the best verse with your flow. Yeah. Like, he would try. Like, if he features on your song, he's gonna use your flow and then try to make a better. He steals verse your team. style and it make like... it. And it tries to claim. Well, not trying to claim it as his, but like people were so like dumb and oblivious. They were like, oh, you. Yeah, he's killing it. But like, no, you just took this from thirty other niggas. But when you, said, but when you really think about it, though. How many people rap the same now? Like, back in the day, like, I want to say, like, the 90s, early 2000s, there was people biting off a nigga's style. But now, bro, there's, like, a million and one futures. There's hella amigos. You feel me? Like, there's that's just what people doing nowadays. So, like, it's kind of expected. Mm. I understand you, but I just feel like when you're a superstar at that yeah. level, yeah, it's just somebody like, of his caliber. Yeah, it's completely different. And how, like, the rate, like... The way he came up was like off of his own his own flow, like how he could sing and rap. Like he brought a a new wave of niggas that be like melodic and all that stuff. But it's like now when you just giving niggas a stimulus package, and when you get on their song, you just take their flow and just rap your own words to it. If they are his words, you know, if they are yeah. allegedly. Shout out to Quinn Miller, but you know, <laughs> like he's basically just taking it from them, like, putting it back in their face, like, here, nigga, this is how you do it. That's another thing that I don't get, like, we we talk about rappers having ghostwriters, but there's singers that has people writing for them, like, Sway Lee's writing for people, uh, Kanye writing for people, you got Consequence, some people don't know about Consequence, but you got somebody like Consequence writing for people, you feel me? Like, we have so many people writing for singers but when they write for a rapper then it's a problem like because i personally think because it's different sport yeah rap is more of a like it's a macho man like it's a gladiator sport it's like yo i got the best verse i'm this flashy blah blah this and that hyper masculine yeah well yeah you, you're right so basically it's basically like them like yo if you're not writing your own verse how can we claim you as the top, top rapper or top mc 
you're not doing this. Like, and plus, I get I you feel like I get you there, but how? Like, at the end of the day, somebody might not have a voice for it. Like, you might not like how you sound, but then you throw me that that verse and like, yo, rap this to me, and I'll rap it better than you. Be like, yo, like you might need to be a rapper. Like, you feel me? And like, but I don't know how to write, but you may know how to write, but you just don't got the voice for it. I mean, I understand you, but I feel like with rap, it's more of like not only pride, but it's just like for some niggas, that's all they got. Like, especially when like rap was like becoming of its own. Yeah, like when rap was becoming of its own, people take much pride in their pen. Like, that's really all they got is their pen. So they like, that's like up top there. Well, R&B, that shit is already like soft. Like, I won't even say soft. I'll just say like sensual. So it's not really like you wouldn't really be mad at a person for taking having ghostwriters yeah, for singing. I wouldn't be mad that oh Michael Jackson didn't write Thriller or something like that because mm-hmm. like you feel me? But like if you're talking about rappers, like say you talking about oh yeah, I shot this nigga, I'm selling these drugs, I'm on the block, ball this and that, and you find out somebody else they talking about their life for you, you like how are we gonna believe you? How can we trust you? You not like even though a, a good ninety five percent rappers don't even like do the stuff they rap about, but still, I was just like, about to say I was just about to say that. So I was gonna say, say so what's the difference between somebody writing your rap and you? Rapping about another person's lifestyle. It's the story. <laughs> because, like, as long as you don't have a ghostwriter, most people will believe you. If you have a ghostwriter and you're rapping about guns and all that shit and how you killing niggas off the block and all that stuff, now it's like you automatically fake. Like, but it's like, if somebody, even if that wasn't their lifestyle, if they rapping about it and you know that's them rapping about it, you're probably going to believe it. Like, cool, nine times out of Like, I give you a good example. What's it called? Easy song, uh, Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows Easy lived that lifestyle, but it was just so happened that what's his name? Ice Cube was so good with the pen and stuff like that that he wrote it. So basically, it's like Easy told him his life, like he know Easy lifestyle. He was like, you know what? I could formula. Uh, I could. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. How am I in college? But uh, yeah, like basically, like he was like, yo, I could turn what you're saying into like some words that's gonna be good on the mic. So, you know, Ice Cube wrote the song Boys in the Hood for him and stuff like that. But it's like, he still lived that life. He still was the goon gangster and stuff like that. But it was just like, he needed Ice Cube to, uh, what's to, um, you know, to, to do that for him. And people, but people don't look at Easy as like, oh, he's the number one MC and stuff like that. Because they know that people have wrote his raps for him. But it's different. Like, I would feel a way if somebody came out and was like, oh, all these years I've been writing Jada Kiss uh, rhymes. Or I've been writing Styles P. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like if they was right, like I would be hurt because like, yo, I really think Jada Kiss is a goon and like, he really be stabbing niggas. So if somebody was to come out like, yo, Jada Kiss ain't doing that shit, I'd be like, nah, not Jada, not the locks, like not them. <laughs> work the shoppers. I'd be like, ah, right, damn, <laughs> nine to five, oh, not That's yo, it. like damn, bro, like you feel me? So it's like, I, uh, yeah, man. Oh no, I understand what you mean, but like, I mean, again, like this is really a. A pride thing um, about just who the best, really. Yeah, rap is a macho man sport, like you said. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it go both ways, though. It definitely does, but no, but uh, but speaking of uh, albums, though, Migos or we could just say Quavo Hancho is expecting to drop an album this week. Top three goons out of Gwinnett County, exactly. <laughs> but um, how y'all how y'all think that the Quavo album gonna play out? I feel like it's not going to be as successful. I don't feel like none of their albums is going to be as successful if they was to do it together. 
honestly feel the same thing. I'm not going front. You even, feel like they even, use each other, use each other as a crutch. Bruh, I, I feel like I feel, in the way I won't say they use each other as a crutch, but I feel like it's just not like the balance isn't really there. Like you need all three of them days, you know. Like, like I'll say like this. Like, say for example, when Offset was locked up, you could pick any time that he was locked up. The songs didn't sound the same when it was just Quavo and Takeoff. You sometimes needed that like that grit from Offset. So I feel like, regardless of whether Quavo does a solo one, Takeoff does a solo one, Offset does another solo one, it's just gonna have that missing piece. It's gonna be like. All right, where's Takeoff's uh, lyricism? All right, where's Offset's grit? All right, where's Quavo's harmony? Like, you just gonna be like, mm, it's just missing that one piece. I want to say, like, for all the songs. Right, like, I that's know, a package course, do. All, that's yeah, a package course, do. Some of the songs they can do by themselves. But I just feel like for a whole album, you kind of be like, ah. but Yeah, because I feel like, I feel like, I feel like they always talking about the same thing, one. And two, I feel like now we're gonna see who's really. The best out the group, like we all got Take our off, opinions. Hands down. We all got our own opinions, but I feel like this is gonna show who's really the best out the group. And but, like, but, I feel like, but, what if things go wrong? And like, let's say Offset becomes his album does the best. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But I, I was just about to ask you that though. Are we basing it off sales? Or are we gonna base it off quality of music? Both. Both. Honestly. Because sometimes, because sometimes sales don't mean nothing. Because you know, Quavo's like, you know, what I mean, quote unquote, the Beyonce of the group. So if he sell more, but it's still trash, I wouldn't. You know, what I mean, I'm still not gonna have him as the best. But that's. But, but I'm he, saying he, both he, because, he reaches like, a more broader audience than them. So that, it's like I would expect him to sell more. But me personally, I don't think his will be the best, like quality of music wise. Right. I say, I say it's both because like, you need we we need to hear the bars. That's what really counts, honestly. So it might just actually might not even be both, because like you said, like he, you like you said, quote unquote. But do we look to Migos for bars we though? Don't. That's what yeah. I'm saying. The not even, one... not, not even just the bar. You know what I'm trying to say? Like who, who you sounds like better? The song, the melodies, like, and all that. Right, day. like who sounds better on the track? Mm-hmm. And them having their own, like them having their own records or their own album, and it's probably just gonna be them, 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 them. them a couple features, you feel me? Then. We're gonna see who's the best Migos, and I feel like that could potentially mess up their group. It was the that. one that was left off bad and bougie, and I'm going to keep saying it. I've been saying this for seven plus years. Quavo, I don't know. I was about to say Quavo. Takeoff is the best Migo. Nobody's touching him. So he's for the longest, I couldn't even tell the difference between all of them. What? That's that. In the first album. Well, like, well, when when okay. when Migos got when Migos got hot. I never really was listening to them like that. I remember, remember, I used to come to your crib all the time, and y'all used to always be playing Migos, and I'd just be sitting there looking, looking. <laughs> what are y'all doing playing this? Like, turn this off. But then you feel me? They they started stepping it up. I started listening to songs, and I started hearing things that I liked, mm. but I still didn't know who was who, like who was rap. Yeah, like, just just know the one with all the fire in this is Takeoff, because he's the goat. You feel me? And like and, and, and PSA to all you suckers out there that keep like y'all on the new takeoff wave just because the whole bad and bougie thing. No, we not rocking with you. You gotta be with takeoff since day one. If you wasn't rocking with takeoff since jug season and you been knew he was the best since then, I ain't messing with you. You feel me? Like y'all y'all niggas just be trying to follow internet trends and stuff like that. Like if you go through my Twitter, even though RIP the, Oh my Twitter is gone. Anyway. I repeated my Twitter, but if you ever went on my Twitter and you saw from like 2000, 
14 and all that. You will always see that I say that takeoff is. <laughs> Honestly, yo, I don't yo, believe that any of them yo. are the best. I feel they're all the best together. Even though Skipper better than. Just... Oh, that's the fourth Migos. But we we, got, we actually got to talk about Skipper soon, man. Definitely did. Wait, mm-hmm. question, question. Off topic. You yeah. ain't getting it back, bro? <sighs> to the people out there, if you haven't seen me lately, I haven't been on Twitter for the past two or three days. They took it away from me. And it was his dumbass fault. No, nah, I was about to say that was your fault, nigga. It was why, his why, would you, fault. why would you do that? Shut up. This he was that bored. Change his birthday. Like anybody even cared. He was that bored. <laughs> and then they go get his joint locked. Like I didn't you. know. I didn't know my Twitter would get like locked. I didn't understand that. Like, Put the PSA out there, bro. Put the PSA out there. It's no PSA. I want my damn Twitter back. Jesus let, the, let the people know that got Twitter. Don't change their birthday. Oh, yeah. Don't change your birthday because these Twitter niggas are suckers, man. Man, like, these niggas trying to say, oh, you wasn't 13 when you made your Twitter. Bitch, I'm 19 now. I'm grown. Let nigga, me keep my that's shit. What you, that's what you get for having a Twitter when you wasn't supposed to, nigga. Shut up. Now, back <laughs> to the Migos. This girl actually was telling me, she was like, yeah, my Twitter got locked, actually, because I was trying to change my birthday. I was like, they getting everybody. Bro, they Even got the- me off the paint smooth, bro. Because I was on FaceTime with this nigga, John Mayer, when it happened. And it was just like, oh, you trying to tw- you trying to tweet? Nah, nigga, get off here. <laughs> they me smooth off. I'm like, yo, yo. Bro, I tried to at you, bro. It, it let me click your at name. But when I went to click on your page, it was... It was dubs for it, bro. It was bro I tried to click on my page through the uh, the uh, podcast page. That shit was just loading. It never came up. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> like, these niggas don't want me here no more. I, I can't. I just, yo. I don't, Twitter, why did you do this to me? Why? Like, can, y'all, can you tell me why? Like, I'm 19. Okay. I probably was talking about dumb shit when I was 12, 13. Who cares? Nigga, I'm grown now. Give me my shit back, please. I don't want to start over. Oh, he gonna cry in the car. But on another note, back to the Migos stuff. <laughs> another thing, I feel like I feel like Offset might be the most successful though. Offset. I feel like, cause, especially because like the situation he got going on, like he got Cardi B. I was gonna say that. Yeah, he will be more. <laughs> he I, if he was to be more successful, I think it would be due to help to Cardi B. Honestly, I feel that way. But but he put her on like. I feel like she. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't one, personally say. He yeah, put her on. he didn't put her on at all because she was already popping before he even like was, was messing pop- with her publicly. I would say she was popping, but he just made her her whole life. I know he definitely didn't bring it to a new better. level. I would say. I wouldn't even say that. You wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that because she has more number ones than this nigga. So and in different languages. But that's because so would, no. But that's hard. But look, that's hard though. You can't even really do that because. One, she don't got that much competition right now. Like, she has female. There's female rappers out right now, but where, where was Nicki after the past couple of years? Right, boom, she got her start. Like Remy coming back, but Remy's not like what she used to be. You feel me? And then you got all these other people that people really, all these other female rappers that people really don't listen to like that. Like their fan base isn't really like that. And she got popping off of, um, what's that song? That that yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it started even before Offset came in the scene. Yes, Offset, when they got together, like it was a nice power couple to have. But I feel like that was just like publicity stunt. I don't even say a publicity stunt. I just feel like it didn't really affect either one of them. I feel like it was just really like a mutual, like 
um, gathering they, between the two. I don't feel like it really like boosted either one of them. Because they both was popping. Yeah, they was both already like very famous, very successful. But you don't think, but you don't think that Offset is more popping than Cardi B? No, no, I would not, not say even that. Close. I wouldn't say that. Cardi B is a household name now. Maybe like Offset is a household name within like the hip hop community and people who listen to rap. But like you could just you could go anywhere in the world and just be like Cardi B. They know who it is. Not even on some music shit. They just know who Cardi B is. Like she's transcended. Like like she's crossed over. Like you feel me? So she she's more of a household name than Offset is. I would say at this point, at the moment. Yeah, at the moment. Like, not saying that Offset will never cross over anything, but, like, at this moment, no. That's the, she, like, she's bigger than him. And then, plus, on top of that, she just had her kid, and then being with, like, having a, t- well, she didn't go on tour with Bruno Mars, but, like, the whole thing, situation she had with Bruno Mars, and that's, he's even more of a household name. So just you being linked with him, like, that's even big, so, yeah. True. But at the end of the day, Take Off will have the best album. Honestly, I don't even feel like these are actual solo albums because I feel like, yeah, especially Quavo, because I feel like he has so many features on the song, like on his album. It's not really, can you really count it as a solo album? That's what I was going to say. I don't yeah. think Quavo really would survive as a solo artist. I feel like he needs, even if it's not just his like his group of Migos, he needs somebody featured with him for him to like, you know what I mean? Like to not take from them, but like gain energy from them. Like, oh. Like, we're going to go back and forth. We're going to do this and that. Like, most of his best songs comes from features. I never really heard a good, like, single from him. Bubblegum was good. <laughs> it was actually, Bubblegum was really good. I like that song. What song was it? Um, Working Me? No. Getting Money. Getting Money Over Here. Everybody search up Getting Money Over Here. I think it's Money Over Here. By Quavo. That song is nice. That song is a banger, too. But like, it's only like, like, two take, like, Take Off has a solo song that goes hard, and that's Intruder. You listen to Intruder, that joint kick, you feel me? Yeah, that's But, like, I, me personally, I don't think Quavo has a solo song that stands out to me. Like, Offset, Offset got Ric Flair Drip. That's his solo song. That's not a solo song. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Ric Flair Drip is only him. It's on the compilation album. Nah, Ric Flair Flair's on it, so it doesn't count. Shut up. Rick Flair is in the video. He's not on the song. It doesn't matter. Rick Flair counts. So Rick, no, Rick, Rick Flair, Rick Rick Flair counts. You know what's crazy it's that I'm a... saying that? I'm wearing a Rick Flair shirt as we speak. Yeah, that exactly. So that just shows that Rick Flair helped on that song. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> if I, anything, I would have said first day. I still think that record would have still been what it was, whether he was in that video or not. Even if he didn't even put out a, a video for that. Yeah, that song is hard regardless. That song is tough. Rick Flair drip go woo on the bit. What? Yo, you can play Rick Flair drip anywhere and you and niggas gonna go crazy. I feel like Offset is tough too. Like I've been I've been noticing him a lot, like him and Taste with Tiger. He had oh, a yeah. tough verse in there. But that nah, I think Offset is another one though too. He does better on features too. He probably does, but this is why I'm saying I feel like they need they're better together as a whole, as a unit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I feel I, like I these solo them. I feel like these solo albums may just be more for the money. Yeah, it definitely is for the money. It, as opposed to just, like, putting out something for the fans. Like, it's just more for the money. Yeah, I was going to say that. Because I'm like, technically, is it going to be solo? Because maybe a bunch of songs will, like, even though it's not going to say Migos, it's going to be like, oh, Quavo featuring Takeoff and featuring uh, Offset. So it's like, it's still going to be Migos regardless. It's just like, your name just featuring it. Like, same thing when, like, uh, when Slim Jimmy and, uh, and Sway Lee did that, uh, the last album. And it was like they had still had a bunch of songs together, but it just wasn't under Ray Strummer. It was just 
their names featured each other. But that was actually kind of different because they dropped three albums in one. True. Yeah. So that's why I would say that's different. Like they dropped a collaborative and then they dropped like single ones by themselves all in one package. So I feel like that one is actually pretty different from this because they didn't really claim it as a solo album. They were just claiming it as, you know, them doing their own thing, really. True. But anyway, as we moving forward, since we talking about music, we're gonna talk about some past legends. Can we call him a legend? Yeah, we no, can call him a legend that's for one sure. Of the most I wear me and hey. dark past shade. Like influential, like we him, fly high. Joel, no lie, dipset. You dipset, know dipset. this struggling because that nigga struggling right now, boy. That nigga got charged. Jim Jones, Mister mm. Fly, so high. <laughs> Got charged with five drug felonies. He's out here working, moving the dope. He said the rap ain't for me no more. I need the dope. <laughs> I need the oxycontin. Perk I need set. to get it. You feel me? This nigga had more perky set than future. God damn. That <laughs> <Bad> nigga. <laughs> so actually, back in June, he was busted in Georgia after a police chase. And once the car was stopped, they reportedly found two guns, marijuana, oxycodone, Percocet pills, and vape cartridges. What the hell was wrong car. with vape? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, they just wanted to add that. So, like, like vape, niggas vape every day. Dude. Make it worse, <laughs> honestly. And, um, yeah, now they're indicting them for those charges. And uh, what y'all feeling about that, man? What y'all feeling about Mr. Struggler right Dip, now? Dipset been having a crazy-ass, what's it called? Because, like, he he got discharged with the guns and shit. This nigga Joel's is running Joel's. out the airport with with guns in his bag and mm-hmm. shit. Like, what's up with these niggas? You niggas is forty two years old <laughs> playing with pistols and shit. Like, I feel like I feel like if I was in a position, right, I I have a driver. You feel me? Yeah, I just hire somebody. Exactly, and I'd be doing what I want to do in the V, but I wouldn't be driving. Like, exactly. it was no need for him to be going on a fucking. High speed chase, and he knew he had that on him. Yeah. There was honestly no point of him being in the car, to be honest. I mean, like, it's cool that he was in the car. Like, like I said, he got a. I feel as though if that was me personally, I would have been in the car with someone. But I don't know. I just feel like that wasn't wise at all. My, my main thing is why but, is he riding around with two guns, though? No, nah, my main. Yeah, he probably is serving, though, because why he got all them drugs? Well, no, no, no. That was probably it was just personal. Yeah. Like, you, if you think about it, when you go to a studio or something like that, you won't have everything in there. You have the oxycontin. I'm not saying that he probably partic- uh, participates in that, but, you know, you got people in the studio with you, so it's like, they probably doing the uh, Percocets, they doing the oxycontin. You got a stash of weed for you, because, you know, maybe... <laughs> yeah. Oh, Fabo, that nigga was doing everything. But, like, Feel me? Like I understand the drugs part, like because it wasn't really that much if you think about it. Like that's probably was like a little personal stash. So I'm like, you could just throw that case out. But the two guns part, it's like my man. Like I, I think you've been out of Harlem for a while now. Why are you still riding around with two guns? Like I'm pretty sure you've been out of Harlem since the '90s. Like it don't matter. He but, know the wave guy coming home. So but who is yes. out looking for Jim Jones? Yeah, that's like I don't, I don't, I don't like. I just told you. The wave guys. Max V is not looking yeah, for this nigga no more. <laughs> he don't care that she touched him in Miami. <laughs> He's not looking <laughs> for no more. Like, Son, not coming for you. <laughs> Son, Max Bigger Bell is coming for that nigga. Yeah. This nigga dumb, yeah. Hey yo, bro, listen. 
if you hear anything in the news and on the shade room or academics page, when he come out about him doing something to Jim Jones or something like that, you heard it here first, man. No, if anything, he would do something to Max B. What are you going to do to him? Because he talked about his girl. So, he, like, if anything, I Jim would come at Max. Ain't like Max he lying. Is he lying? We don't know that. We wasn't there. But I'm just I saying. I believe it. I was there. Shut up. <laughs> But, I believe it. I was on the back seat. But yeah, no, nah, like I was saying, like that was just my main thing with it. It was like, why do you have two guns on you? Like, I'm saying, like, you know, so, like if you at least want to have, if you're a rapper, because you know the hip hop police is out, if you're going to have guns, just have them registered. Why are you still having dirty guns at this nah, point? Nah, yeah, that, that I agree with. That yeah, I... like, it's no reason to have dirty guns. Like, especially if you're stat, like, if you, you're known, okay, I just get a permit for the shit. Like T Pain, T Pain just got in trouble for uh having a gun in the airport, but he only got a little ticket because he has permits for it. If you niggas got dirty guns, that's like my nigga, you don't like. But was the guns dirty? We say. But was the guns dirty? I mean, well, not saying dirty like they got bodies or anything, but like dirty as in like you don't got no registration for it. Weird. If you don't got like that's stupid. Now you put yeah, you gonna get in, uh, you're gonna go to jail for having the dirty gun. And what if they test this gun and like say somebody else did a shooting or something with it? Now you like you double messed up, you double fucked up for that. So it's like I just say like especially as an artist or even just any entertainer, if you feel like you know people might be out to get you or anything like that, just register the guns then. But what also no, you know what? I can't say that because a lot of these rappers and stuff they already be felons. Yeah, so they can't even register. Yeah, so I don't just get a nigga to ride with you or something. Let that nigga take the case. But this, you see how you see how G Herbo be right. Like he got a driver and he be blowing down heavy. But G, like, but G Herbo is also another one though. He had he got a gun case too recently. But I'm not saying he got any registered guns or nothing. I'm just saying that would be the type of time that I'm on. Like I I wouldn't first of all my driver would be driving safe, knowing that there's illegal substances and illegal shit in the car. Period. Feel me? You know that my guns ain't registered. Or whatever, if that was the case, and you know that we got all these, those is felonies. You I'm feel gonna, me? I really be wondering how much they be paying these drivers to drive. Because if that, if you told me, yeah, I got a lot of, I got some oxycodone, I got some weed, I got some other. You illegal don't even shit. have to tell me. You don't even have to tell me. Nah, you gonna have to tell that. me, bro. I'm, not I'm gonna assume that. Behind, yo. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna assume that already. Like. You already know they're going to be blazing while you're in the car. So that being said alone, marijuana is not uh, legalized in all 50 states. So that's for a fact, like, I mean, I personally don't know what states are legalized and which aren't. I know some, but I'm not I'm not going to be riding through Ohio like, oh, yeah, it's legalized. Like, I don't know that. You feel me? <laughs> so I'm going to be driving, doing the speed limit, doing what I got to do, like being aware of police, my surroundings. But for him to be going on a chase, like, that was just the stupidest of it all. Yeah, nah, that was dumb. Yo, just out there, if you can, just get your guns registered. That's what I said. Like, I'll save you the hassle. I know as soon as I turn 21, I'm getting a permit for it. I'm getting my gun license, so it's like... You could get it now. Nah, not at 18. I mean, not at 19. Bruh, you could have a strap right now, so... Well, I got a strap right now. You just can't have a pistol. Wait, no. At 19, you can't. I don't think so. I think you got to be 21. Uh, I think, well, I'm in Maryland right now, but I think in Jersey, you got to be 21. I got a shotgun at the back of my dresser right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. It's All right. right there. 
It's right. right. Look at that. It's peeking at me. Uh. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I just tell all y'all, just don't do drugs. That's just that's that's it. That's really it, man. Cause this nigga's a party pooper. <laughs> I'm just saying, yo, especially illegal ones. It's honestly like, uh, well, just smoke weed. That's it. Like, don't be doing all these pills and shit. That's why these niggas is dying now. A lot of this shit is stemming from all this depression and all this shit. Like, niggas doing all these pills and stuff. Like, you listening? You listening? Yeah. I said, at what age can you get your gun permit in New Jersey? 18. Permits to purchase a handgun will not be issued to any person under the age 21. While firearm purchaser, uh, identification cards for long guns will not be issued to any person under the age of 18. This is what I'm saying. You can have the gun, but you can't have a, a, a pistol because it's easier to, to conceal. Mm. Okay, so that's something that's noted. That's why I got the shotty in the back Shut right here. Up, Mike. It's peeking at me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, Lee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like we was talking about these drugs, man. It's really... It's really a sad thing, honestly. And I feel like in the industry, it's, it's becoming such a big and mainstream. It's not even such a becoming. It already is such a big and mainstream thing for, like, artists to, like, self-medicate off of all these drugs that they don't even know, like, the full effect of, like, all this oxycodone. Like, I'll even take... um. What's it called? Shoreline Mafia, for example. For all the people that don't know who Shoreline Mafia is, it is a group out of California. LA to be exact. Yeah, LA to be exact. And it is That's a where bunch you of. From, Reptile Hood. Yeah, leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? But what's it called? This is a group out of California that prides themselves. They are mm, cocaine bandits, oxycodone leaders. They love it. They love all the drugs. They love all the perks. Selling and using. And they use it as a mainstream platform. Like, they put on a mainstream platform about selling and using. And you really think about it. You're like, yo, these niggas need some help, yo. Like, if you really listen to their lyrics, you're like, yo, some of these niggas, yeah, it's really sad. I I feel the same way when I listen to Future. Like, when I listen to Percocet uh, Percocet and Stripper Joint, Mm -hmm. like, Bro, like, it's a good song. The beat is all right. But when this nigga talking about, I just took acid for the first time and I feel good. And I was like, oh. yeah, I'm just sitting here like, my man, like. But it's a way It's a way that they coping with however they feeling. Like, like people out here smoking weed because what? It calmed them down. You could be mad as hell. In the mid-Dutch, I bet you'd be happy. I mean, I'm not going to lie about weed because weed, I feel like, honestly, Weed saves a lot of lives, and yeah. I don't even mean the saves lives as in the person that's smoking, but as in the people that are around the person that's smoking. Because I feel without weed, there would be a lot more killings. I'm it not would. gonna even. Yeah. There would be a lot more but killings. A, but that's the thing, though. Weed some people, kill some them. people, some people could just stand weed and be okay, but some people weed ain't enough. This is why they going to. Oxycodone, and you feel me, and Percocets and Molly, Xanax. I mean, yeah, but I feel but like, that, but that kills though. Yeah, so, but, like I understand, like if you smoking tons it of weed, kills, you're not going to die. It like, kills, if you're doing but all these pills, like, like for little, like, uh, what's his name, Lil Peep. Yeah, Lil Peep died because he took like a bad concoction of drugs, and it's like, yo, like 
if you were smoking weed, you'll be straight. Not saying like I don't know, yeah. I don't know that man's life to be like judging him or anything like that. But like even like when you're just talking about a lot of these drugs and like you're letting like the public and even like it's there's a lot of impressionable people out there. So if you on the song talking about, oh yeah, like this this Addy or this perk just helped me out, somebody else gonna probably think like, okay. Hey, this Addy and Perk gonna probably help me out too, cause I be going through the same thing he probably going through. And then they ended up doing too much and dying from the shit and stuff like that. It's like I feel like the promotion of it is like, is I don't I don't like really the promotion of it. Like, but then again, like same thing with alcohol too. Like alcohol is bad as hell too. But it's like but then that goes back. Then that goes back to what we was talking about, kind of about like other people writing their raps. They talking about what they're going through. You you would you respect that because they're talking about their life. Yeah, you don't like the promotion, True. but that's what they're going through. That's basically what you want to hear. You want to hear what's going on in their life. That's what makes their music. You feel me? You know what I honestly want to hear, though? I honestly want to hear, like, what did I think Academic said something like this before when he was talking about Kodak, uh, Kodak Black. I want to hear introspective thug rap. Like, rap is like niggas from the hood that was doing all that bad shit, but they learned and they actually progressed from it. Like, people like Nipsey Hussle, people like YG, and I'm not just saying it because they LA niggas, but, like, no. they actually learn from their mistakes and they actually educate themselves. I feel like in the black community, we just really have to educate ourselves on what, on other coping mechanisms that can help us get through things and not just lean towards rap and niggas talking about drugs making you feel better so you just get drugs to try and feel better but but, but it that... don't always help what like it don't always help talking to somebody don't always help i'm not agreeing with it i'm not, I'm not saying but no, I'm, I'm not saying like the only thing you can do is talk to people there are other mechanisms that can right. only involve yourself that doesn't involve drugs but, but, right, I, but I, what I, i'm I saying is that doesn't always help like there's been times where when i was young i like Playing ball, you feel me? So mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be mad. Go to the court, ball out a little bit. I'm still thinking about that at the end of the day. It's still a thought in my mind. Whether I'm I'm over it or not at the moment, it's still a thought in my mind. And and this thought just doesn't escape your mind. So them turning to drug, they thinking like, this is my this is my getaway. If you I will. Feel you. I, I understand what you mean. Yeah, but it's funny that y'all both say that though. But like you talking about like I the COVID mechanisms and stuff in the black community. But to be honest, in the black community, we don't even talk really that much about depression because nobody wants to seem like a weirdo. Nobody wants to seem like they're sad or stuff like that. Like, it's, it's hard to talk about certain things, especially uh, like being black people because like we go through so much as it is. It's like you don't want to you don't want to seem weak. We like black people are one of the most prideful people in the world. So it's like we can't like we can't ever seem weak or look down. And it's like, all right, if I got a problem, I can't just go to mommy and daddy and be like, yo, like, I have this problem right now. Like, yo, I got bills to pay right now. Like, we trying to get the lights on. Like, we not trying to hear that shit right now. And, like, it's sad, but it's like, that's what ha- that's what's happening in our community. Like, people have, like, sometimes have to turn to those drugs and stuff. It's like, you can't, t- like, how am I going to go to somebody else who got problems who can't even put, like, food on the table and stuff like that and stuff like that and then just, like, tell them about this because, like, yo, I'm worried about this. You got, it's like, I feel like... In the black community, we always try to be like, oh, it's, it's bigger problems than that. Like, don't worry about that. When it's not the case, like, we need to talk about certain things. Like, this, like, I feel like the drug thing is getting so bad because, like, yo, a lot of niggas that's young in our age is dying from this shit. Like, it's real. It's crazy because I seen some on Instagram a little while ago. Somebody was like, yeah, I took, like, 
three Zans and I smoked like mad bunch. And I was just like, yo, bro, like you're younger than me. Like that's not okay. But it's like they I know I know what they going through personally. Like they got family problems, you feel me? So and I I'll be seeing the way that they family treats them. But it's just crazy because there's no other like there's no other way they could deal with it. Like they they feel like they're being neglected and they can't they feel like they they can't turn to the person that they feel like they're most comfortable with. So who who else or what else could they turn to? Honestly, I mean, I feel like it all. Of course, it all starts from home. That's really the beginning point. Like you know, parents. It's really up to the parents to really like, up to the people that they bring into the household and just people they bring their kids around, and like who, how can they be affected by everyone else that's around them? So I feel like this. You just gotta start off right. Like for me personally, I feel like I'm a outlier because like I live in a good family. Like I have both parents. They both uh in Christianity, like actually strong in their belief and they pass that down to their kids. So I feel like and by many people around me, they don't unfortunately don't have like the same scenario as me. So I feel like very grateful for that. But I feel I also have to realize that. Not yeah, not way. everybody's brought up the same way. Not everybody's brought up with like the amount of love and like care as my parents have for me and my uh siblings. So I feel like it's really just how it begins, like with your family. And also I feel like we could do the same thing too, because even at our age, we could still teach younger kids. I feel because a lot of people in the black community feel like you have to be a parent to teach something. You or you have to be an auntie to teach something. You can be any age to teach anybody. It's like, probably somebody younger than me right now that could teach me a lot. Exactly. Just, but I feel like also like a lot of people take a lot of people take things as a joke nowadays. That is one thing though. Yeah, people joke. do. Like, but that that's also another thing though, because like, like people use laughing as a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Like me, like I'm gonna be personal with y'all. Like I don't like to seem weak around people sometimes. So like. I would just make jokes all day, but it's like I joke to keep from crying. Like, you know that saying, like, you gotta laugh to keep from crying. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, you know, because like I don't like I don't want to seem weak at anything. Like it was a situation I went through this week, and like I don't want to seem weak about it. So I'm like, I'm making jokes about all this and that. But like it kind of did like make me feel some type of way. But it's like also though, I'm also glad that I have people around me that could talk to. Like, I talked to Mike about it, I talked to you about it. Like, just a couple of hours ago, I got off the, uh, the phone with my mom talking about it. And, like, that thing's really, like, brung me up and helped me uh, help me feel a little better about the situation. So, it's like, you feel me? It, so, he is right. Like, it does start with home. And then also, yeah, it's like the people around you. I think, like, I'm a lot of you. Some people don't know who they can talk to. Yeah. Like, like, especially at, if, like you said, if you start at home, if you feel like, if you feel like the main person you could trust, you can't trust, then who can you trust? Now, mm-hmm. what you gonna turn to? You gonna turn to something that that's gonna make you feel good at the moment. That'll make you feel good whenever you want it, and then that's just gonna be what it is. That's why people is turning to drugs. Like that's where I was kind of getting with that. Like I I see why they're doing that, but do I do I agree with the message? Do I agree with the drugs that they the drug of choice? No, not necessarily. But it happens. Like people people do them drugs. Just to try it, not even going through nothing, just to fit in. That's that's how people get. True, that, that's too. also a thing. That's, that's also it's, a thing. It's stuff like that too. Like it's not just really like, oh no, nah, he depressed or something. Like he could just 
been peer pressured. He she could have been peer pressured into doing something, or like they trying to fit in. A lot of people do stuff just to fit in, like you were saying. So like, yeah, that them rappers talking about it. Yeah, a lot of people are gonna do it, thinking that it is cool, but it's really not. It's not, but that's on them. At the end of the day, like, what what you gonna do? God forbid, knock on wood, somebody passed away, but what you gonna do? Like, I'll see you in the afterlife. I mean, yeah, I can understand why people would go to drugs, but like, all I'm saying is just that it's not the best option. Because me personally, like uh, you were saying, like if you can't go to the person that you thought you could trust, who can you go to? Me personally, I would go to God, but not everybody has like the same faith or belief system as me. So I would also just say, like, make sure you always. Make sure you're always around with just people that better you. Like people that always make you think about stuff. Like don't be with people that don't be the smartest one in your friend group. Honestly, facts. I feel like you should always, even if if you're like smartest, yeah, you can be the smartest in like a department, but don't be the smartest all around in your friend group. Because if you are, you probably need a new set of friends. Honestly, because you always need to be challenged. Yeah, what you trying to say, Doc? You a dumb nigga. Anyway, I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I was actually learning this in my uh, phys ed class, and I'm actually loving it. It's like a thing called cognitive dissonance, where it opens your um, neural paths into learning new things, like always challenges your brain so you can learn new things and become smarter. So I feel like always have people that will not only like, help you and your decisions but also at times challenge your decisions if it's not the right thing so like you always have to have a good uh just a good circle around you and i know yeah. another thing is that we need resources in the black community because they don't bring them like you need resources from the jump so you can even know about other coping mechanisms other than drugs and i feel that's another big issue is that we don't have enough resources and we're not building to even get these resources in the black community to help explain expand our choices really but do you think that's on accident or that's on purpose no, that's for sure on purpose yeah, uh, they don't <laughs> they don't want us to get better yo <laughs> that's it they don't want us they don't peace want... god <laughs> open your third eye <laughs> no way they woke king <laughs> but yeah they don't want us to get better yo they they was <laughs> as a majority they may help like you know a couple hundred couple hundred they'd be like yeah you see we care but overall, they don't want majority of us to get better. They don't want us to actually learn about our bodies or learn about our minds and learn about how to deal with such things other than going to drugs and basically killing ourselves. So, I mean, it's a it's a purposeful thing. They make us wipe ourselves out first so they won't have to do the job. Exactly. This may, exactly. This basically it. That's- this message was sponsored by Hotep Zay. <laughs> Open your third eye. Peace to the gods and earth, brothers. But now, switching it up, though. Yeah. Oh, ho, oh, oh. We getting into it. What is it, Mike? Same nigga of the week. Now get your mind right, data, you will see. Yo, we talking about these simp niggas, man. And it's hard for me to do this one, man. Don't do, don't, don't do it to me, bro. Oh, man, it's hard to do this one. But this week, we got to honor Mr. LL Cool J, aka Ladies Love Cool J, aka aka Ladies Love Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows you, but um, yeah, man, LL Cool J. So if you don't know the song, the song "Hey Lover," it's basically just a hating nigga anthem. Like people, like 
I had to take a deep dive into the lyrics, and I'm going to read some of the lyrics off to you. This nigga is a straight bozo-ass hater, bro. Yo, yo, he opened the door for Trey Songs. That's all <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. He definitely did. Because that was some hate. He, was the first, he was the first Mr. Steel girl, bro. Bro. And, like, like, that nigga was, he was the man back in the day. But, like, yo, was you the man because you was simping and being a hater? This man in the song said, I got to take you from your man. That's my mission. If his love is real, he got to handle competition. You only knew him five months. Besides, he drank too much and smoked too many blunts. Why the fuck do you care if he drinking and smoking doing all this shit? <laughs> How does he even know? Bro, he ain't no simp. He just trying to tell her he's something different. Nah, because nah. you hating on the next man. That nigga already did. <laughs> nigga, instead of being like, all right, bro, let me just play my role. This nigga said, I'm going to take the step back, but you know it's more than a crush. Like, what? Like, come on now. Bro, like, you really plotting on this nigga, like, to get him away. <laughs> you, you sitting there telling her, like, oh, yeah, he'll work out. He'll do what I do. But this man. Okay, what the fuck? She liked the nigga. If, if she like you, she'll show you some love. Why the fuck is you airing this man dirty laundry and shit out? Like, what, what, what's this? Mr. LL, I don't I like it, this. I bet if it was a video, that nigga probably flexing the muscles like, yeah, bet that nigga can't do this. Nigga. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, now, now listen to this. He said, what's your man get his hustle on and got you type scared? Break you off a little chump change to do your hair. What? <laughs> Now you talking about the man's funds? Why? Broke nigga. Why are you pillow talking? Why are you gossiping? What if that man is on a hustle right now? What if he trying to make the come up? What if she's staying down with him until he come up? Why is it your business to be like, oh, that nigga got chump change. He's a bum. He's a bozo. Nigga, use the bozo, nigga. He's just a bozo with money. Yeah. Use a clown, my nigga, for doing that. And LL, like, you like wearing the, the first rappers that ever blew up and became mainstream and everything. People love you for what you did for the hip hop community. But no, man. We can't no, no. And nah, uh, we we're not gonna let boys to men off the hook. Oh yeah. How, how y'all listen to these lyrics? Y'all was like, yeah, we're gonna do the hook. Yeah, <laughs> we, we gonna we gonna do we're the gonna hook. Be hey, we're gonna love, do the chorus. Hey, <laughs> nah. nah. Y'all was supporting this. <laughs> y'all was supporting this bozo buffoonery. Yeah, <laughs> That's what y'all was doing right now. I just, I just don't understand it. I don't Bruh, get it. And, and to be honest, I don't even think this nigga is more of a simp than a stalker. He's so nah, he's at the ball. No, no, no. He's a straight stalker for that one. <laughs> that nigga's more. I saw you at Rucker Park. I saw you at the mall. I saw you the at bitch, the mall. Why you say <laughs> that nigga said, I saw you at the mall. Yeah, yeah you was using the payphone. Nigga, what? None like, of you in the bushes. Like, yeah, I see. <laughs> Who you calling? <laughs> that bum ass nigga. Yeah, like, like that that was a different level of something, bro. You don't gotta talk down. That's yo, why are you niggas doing this, man? Why are you talking down on another man to get what you want? That's 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 not God don't like ugly, brother. You don't you don't gotta do that, man. Why? Can somebody tell me why? Why? Why do niggas feel that they have to talk down on another man to get what they want? Why? If you know you the shit, you should just let it be out there. Why? You don't gotta talk about another man. Like, and, and this, and not only just just in the song, this happens in real life. A lot of niggas feel like, man, why you talking to that clown nigga, bro? Bro, this and that, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so worry about yourself, dog. Maybe she like a clown nigga. 
Like, that's on her. Like, why is you worried about what she liking? <laughs> like, you, yo, you simps get newer and newer every day. I'm not going front, though. When I, when, like, it'll be sometimes where, like, I know a female messing with a nigga. I'll be like, yo, how your boyfriend doing? Just be like, you know, just, just check the temperature. You feel? I ain't going, like, bass on the nigga. Yeah, I'll no, be like. That's not bad. Yeah. This is like, oh, what's up with your little friend? You feel me? Yeah, but, like, when you sitting there going into detail. Nigga, like, oh, why you doing that? What'd you say? Why y'all doing that? I'm just checking the temperature. You I ain't worried about no other nigga but me. If I ask you, I'm just trying to see if y'all still together or not. Honestly. It's not really just... Yeah, like, you'd be like, yeah, we fine. I'd be like, oh, word. Bro, <laughs> gotta, bro, bro, my, bro, uh, bro. I stop acting like you don't... Yo, stop acting like you ain't Mr. Still Your Girl, bro. Who? Zay. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I ain't never, I ain't never still... Uh-huh. Bro, you talking <laughs> about... You talking about... You trying to see if they together. I know you, cuz. Yo, I don't know what you're talking about. You sir. don't be worried about no nigga. You just go in for the kill. Like, what's happening? I mean, in my past life, yes, I was, I, I, I didn't care. But you know, I'm older now. I don't want to mess with females who have men because, like, it, it leads to drama. We love Black Union, but I do love whores. And if you're a whore, wow. and you, and if you're a whore, and you out there, we don't love them hoes. And, and you would like to talk to somebody, please hit me up. It. Three one two, three four, <laughs> five four seven eight. I'll be over there for you. Yeah, this nigga about to have prostitutes hitting him up, y'all. This nigga hot line about to be no, playing. We, we don't never pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't never sip. I just sign on a bit. You feel me? Uh, next week episode, you'll be sip nigga of the week. <laughs> Yo, the day I become sip nigga of the week, I think the world might turn over. I think the podcast people. Just the day you become it. simp nigga of the week, you can't do simp nigga of the week no more. Hey, Damn. Hey, shut up. <laughs> shut Damn. You can't, bro. You can't be simp. You can't be trying to drop all these gems on niggas and become the nigga that you talking about. The nigga that you don't like. You yeah, I don't become your rival. <laughs> Yo, you can't do that, bro. Hey, man. Sometimes you live long enough to be the villain when you was the hero. Yeah, this nigga need to shut up. That's what? a <laughs> This nigga need to shut up. <laughs> Don't let that go over your head, King. Yo. Yo, but what, what's, what's, you feel me? What, what's been ahead for the week? What you, what's your, whew. what you listening to, bro? What you, what you, what you got for the week, man? What oh, you me? got? Me? Yeah. Man. That that close friends, man. That thing that had me in my bag, man. I started thinking about some old, old drawings that used to. <laughs> That used to mess with, you feel me? Shout out to all my exes. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I was thinking about y'all heavy every time I hear this song. All of y'all. This uh, thing, uh, uh, right after man. the sip, too? But anyway. Now, <laughs> you, you know what's funny? It's funny because when we was talking about the whole, like, the drugs and, like, depression thing, my yeah. song of the week is from Shoreline Mafia. <laughs> yeah. My song of the week is Bands. You know what I mean? This ain't the Millie Rock. This is Money Dance. You feel me? That's on hard, bro. No matter how we feel about the drugs and stuff they talking about, man, they songs be slapping, bro. I'm not going to lie. It do. Yo, they songs be slapping, bro. They shit hard. Like, this song's crank. I'm not going to front. It be crank. It be crank. What, what about you, Mike? What song been hitting this week? <sighs> man. It's been a lot of stuff, man, that's been hitting me. I'm not going to front. But this song right here actually comes from a local artist, a very young local artist. 
Uh, I'm going to give it to my man's young Manny this week. Uh, hey, Manny. Hey, Manny. <laughs> that song Moana, man. Oh, <sighs> oh man. Can't see me. <sighs> John Cena. <laughs> it's just... Score. Lonzo. For all the people that is that knows Young Manny, or maybe even the people that do not yo know Young Manny, this man—it's not even a man. That's the crazy part. Yeah. He's a boy that sounds like Lil Bibby. It's <laughs> it's really crazy. He sounds like Cute Fool, and he's only fourteen, and he's in licks more licks than me, <laughs> and he's only in middle school. It's really astonishing. On uh, is it middle school, right? Or he's just starting ninth grade? He's high school. He's a high school? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a high school. He's a ninth grader. Hen licks. Yeah. Rapping like you be my father. That's crazy, right? <laughs> that, that's why. Everybody listen to Moana, yo. That joint, his lyricism is actually pretty nice for a 14 year old. I'm not going front. My this, thing is, though, a lot of people immediately do sound alike. Though. They do. That's, I'm that's not going to front. They, they do. They do sound alike. But, like, they, they just. hard, though. I listen to all of that joint. But they just all have that one, like, significant indicator that yeah. like separates each one I would say honestly but I mean yeah that's what I was bumping that's what I was rocking right now that's that's that work for the week yeah hey man every week y'all gonna hear another in my bag story about me because every week I'll be in my bag I don't know why I do know why I'm not even gonna get into that man <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about to get angry talking about it. <laughs> Go out. We're going to be here for another hour. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> but uh, y'all know what time it is, man. It's about time we wrap this thing up. You feel me? Unfortunately, we, we do have to wrap up the Why We Here podcast now. But did you ever find out why we're here? If not, come back next week. Peace, my guy. Peace, King. Stay, stay woke. woke. This nigga says stay woke. <laughs> and we out.